This is the Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason. Brady drops back on the play fake. He's pressured. He's wrapped up. He's sacked. Seth Judon has another for the Patriots back in the 28th. Turn that man loose. The Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason, with Hardy, Mike Dassault, and Paul Perillo, is your source for all the news and information following every Patriots game. Jeff and staff to Mac Jones. Fires to the end zone. Caught at the goal line. It's a touchdown for yeah. Hunter Henry as the Patriots add to their lead. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I hope y'all keep that same energy for tonight, baby. Can't wait. <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Slipping yeah. and sliding, he was like a cat. Pop, pop, yeah. bang. Welcome into the Patriots postgame show presented by Cyber Reason, where the Patriots uh, beat the Jets 10-3 thanks to Marcus Jones, an 84-yard punt return for a touchdown with five seconds left in the game. This was headed toward overtime. This was going to be this was going to be a conversation about how we should have spent our Sunday. What would what should we have done other than sitting through three hours and ten minutes of a football game that was going to result? And 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 to Tamara Brown's credit, she said some point early on in the second half is this game going to end in a tie? And at that point, it was three three, and it looked like that no team was going to be able to put points on the board today, and it was going to go into overtime and end in a three three tie. And she asked early on, and you kind of scoff at it. And it was a real possibility until the New York Jets decided to make some very puzzling decisions down the stretch and some puzzling decisions on both sides of the ball down the stretch. But the New York Jets electing to call a timeout, run a play that had no hope of extending their drive and punting the ball, giving the Patriots enough time to look they didn't even need to run the ball back for a touchdown. There would have been enough time on the clock to put Nick Folk in field goal range and actually win the game that way in regulation based on how the game ended. But we're, we've got so much to get to in just the last two minutes of that game. There is practically nothing to talk about throughout first 58 minutes of clock. And then the last two minutes... We are here to break it down here for you on the Patriots postgame show presented by Cyber Reason. Hardy, Mike Dussault, Paul Perillo now uh, joining us here in studio. As you can imagine, we were all in our seats uh, until the last possible moment. And I was I had the benefit of being two floors lower than these guys. So I was able to uh, make it down here first. So uh, welcome in, Deuce. What a finish to that game. What a what an absolute exercise in futility <laughs> for three hours followed by 20 seconds of sheer pandemonium right oh my gosh what the heck just happened I, I'm like I'm, I'm I'm still in shock right now I mean you, you you're expecting we're going to overtime you know uh, and then all of a sudden Marcus Jones I mean that's what they drafted him to do had to leave the game briefly with an ankle injury uh, came back so I guess <laughs> the legend of, of Marcus Jones uh, <laughs> who will continue to grow so yeah, I mean, I don't know how much there is to dissect overall from the, from the game. Credit to the defense. Offense, we'll, we'll get into, I'm sure. But, uh, hey, defense and special teams, uh, they did it again for you. Well, one of the uh, one of the bads in there I, I had originally written down was when the Patriots had to call a, a timeout because they didn't have anyone back to receive the punt. But 
you know, as it turns out, it was because Marcus Jones was slowly to leave the field and he wasn't able to get out there and he wasn't. Okay, so, I mean, all these things, they, they somehow come to, you know, come to the same point and they all ended up leading to the same thing, which was just a crazy wild play at the end, a crazy decision from the, from the Jets, I think, toward the end of that game. And uh, the result is uh, both teams come out of this game at six and four, with the Patriots holding the tiebreaker, of course, after beating the Jets in both their meetings this season. Paul, I I don't know what you thought for the first three hours of that game, but just uh, terrible football. I was just thinking about other things I wish I would have been doing. I I have a couple of socks sitting at home that you know I I, I could go and maybe try and find the matches for those socks. You got lucky that you, you know? missed the Colts game. <laughs> this Which was, one wor- was worse. This was worse than the Colts game. <laughs> okay, well I don't feel all that lucky except the result. Wow, the excitement at the end of that game kind of made it worth it. We'll see what you think here. 855-PATS-500 in the uh, email. i got to get another look at this here. We're playing it uh, on the screen. So we caught about the 16. Then it was... uh, And there was a... The cutback. The cutback was, you know, it just... Yeah, that was it. There was one play here at the end that I think the pits... Oh, the pads may have gotten away with a... Can you imagine uh, blocking the back? Oh, (laughs) please. No, okay. No, I didn't think they were going to. I can't believe they the called holding on the third down before that. Like the Isn't way that Jay game Jones. was going. Yeah. Are you surprised at all, though, that the flag could the flag have come out here? Uh, that's a blatant close. block in the back. I didn't see that live. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that could But the game was over anyway. I mean, he was going to kick a 10-yard field goal and win. And that was uh, the point I made. Thanks to, the point, Paul. thanks to the Jets calling timeout before they ran their last play from scrimmage. I, what They called a time, or did they? No, the Patriots did. The Patriots called the timeout. Yes. Okay, I thought it was the Jets' timeout. Well, uh, here we Let's get into it. Um, good, bad, injured. Is there is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? It was a ter- terrible, it was a terrible it's just football. It was a terrible game. game to watch. It was a terrible game to watch. A terrible game to witness. Hey, the started like, started, like started off started off with a ten minute delay and got worse from there. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That was the what that that's when there was still hope. That that was the most exciting part of the game. The first ten minutes when they didn't actually play, and the last <laughs> ten seconds. That's it. That's it. That was those were two two best parts of the game. Let's get into it here. Now it's time for the good. Pretty good. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. The bad. Hey, what happened? And the injured. Ah. Ah. You are a gay. Before we get into the uh, the good, the bad, and the injured, let's uh, speak with Devon Godshaw, who's joining us now uh, from the locker room. I'm sure you guys uh, went from uh, being in foul moods to fantastic moods, Devon. Congratulations on the win. I appreciate it. It feels so good. It feels so good to, uh, you know, always get a win in your division. They count as two. You know, the Jets have a really good team. They've been playing really good. They went against Buffalo, but it feels good to, to, to come out with a win today. Hey, Devon, I just got to ask you, what, what are things like right now for rookie Marcus Jones there in the locker room? I imagine you guys are all over him. Uh, he's been due for one. He's, this guy, he's, he's going to be special. He's going to be very special. I'm not just saying that because he's a turn to punt, but he's been due for one. If you look at the games, he's been, been due to break one. He's going to be special. He's very dynamic. You know, I'm excited to see him over the years. Devon, what can you talk about uh, the, the run defense? They obviously, the Jets wanted to play it close to the vest and play yeah. field position and, and do all those kinds of uh, conservative things, yeah. but you just wouldn't allow it all day. What was uh, the key yeah. to your success up front? We know the Jets wanted to run the ball. They wanted to, uh, they ran the ball 
they try to run the ball and make easy completions against Buffalo, the Buffalo game. The last time they played us, uh, the quarterback threw a couple picks. So we knew they wanted to come out and run the ball. So, you know, we wanted to come out and stop them. You know, like, that's, that's my job. That's a lot of guys' job in the line. You know, don't get all the accolades, the double teams and all that. You know, you don't see that on the fact sheet. But when you watch the game, you see it. So we just wanted to come out and stop it all. Do you have to guard against being impatient in a game like that when you're kind of waiting for something to happen? You're standing in the sidelines. You're waiting for your offense to kind of pull ahead. Uh, do, you, do you have to be careful not to get over-aggressive when you get back out of the field and try and get another stop? Yeah, it really didn't matter. I mean, we could have got one pick. It really didn't matter. Whatever we would have got, one field goal. I mean, I meant to say one field goal, two field goal. It didn't matter. We just know it was, the, the score was tied 3-3. We wasn't allowed to let them score or get a field goal. So, you know, kind of didn't let them, like, cross the 50-yard line. Yeah. Our defense played pretty good today. And they mostly ran the ball. We know they want to try to run the ball, so we know we had to stop the run. So Devon, you know, that's why, they, that's why they brought guys like me here. Devon, what's what's now on tap? I mean, you got a quick turnaround to, to the Vikings yeah. in a few short days. I mean, w- w- how can you build with this energy just coming off the field with a big win like that, uh, carry that you into know, Thursday? Uh, you know, 24 hours, just, you know, clear out your mind. We're going to watch it tomorrow. I'm actually going to try to go home and watch some of the Minnesota game. Uh, team is playing pretty high, playing pretty good. we got to make sure we come out and start fast on both on all three phases. Because, uh, you know, this, this team have a, a lot of confidence. They're playing uh, pretty good. Got a very good offense, very good receivers, very good running back. So we want to make sure we come out and start fast. You know, we're going to watch this game, get, get the corrections, and move on to Minnesota. All right, Devon. Like uh, Deuce just said, he had a short week, so we'll let you go. Congratulations on the win. All right, thank you. All right, take care. There he goes. Devon Gottschall, who's uh, – Defensive unit did their job today, holding the page, uh, holding the Jets to I think uh, 104, 103, 103, I think 104, 103 yards of, of total offense, just I mean, over 100 yards in total f- offense, 59 yards uh, rushing, 2.6 per carry. Uh, Zach Wilson was nine of 22 for 77 yards. All right, so there we go. Uh, we would like to thank Microsoft uh, and Microsoft Surface. Specifically, the official sideline technology provider and laptop of the NFL and the New England Patriots provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Check out the powerful Surface Pro 8, combining the power of a laptop with the flexibility of a tablet at Surface.com. Whoo! All right. Now we can get into the good Now, the without now, worrying about now. someone calling in. Now we play some football. <laughs> well, I mean... Had he called in during the good, what else? I mean, there, oh, there's a few good things been. to talk about, it, but it's it's defense. Defense doing their job today, Deuce, I'm yeah. sure. Well, let's sure. I mean, I was going to throw Marcus Jones on there, uh, just the, the obvious one for the for the big play at the end. But I'll That's start. all I got. <laughs> but, but let's start with the defense. I mean, I just, you know, they, I mean, they think they allowed one first down after the half. So they just refused to let the team down, and they had to today again. Uh, I, I just, I think Godshaw. Guy, all those guys up front um, were just really strong and stout, and it's a continuation of, of how they've been playing against these teams. Now, that said, great performance. Now the stage is set. Now you got legit offense in, in, in Minnesota and then Buffalo coming up. So, um, but, you know, hey, you got to give them credit. The, the, the yardage speaks for itself 100 yards. I mean, that's, you know, they shut, they shut the Jets down completely. And, you know, for a large part, I mean, it, you know, if they weren't able to come through with a punt. It, it, one play could have changed it really quick. So um, they were able to get those stops. I was a little nervous down the end, but, uh, but yeah, they, they shut them down. Um, I think just defensively, and and obviously it's it's gonna it's gonna start and end with Marcus Jones. I mean, the biggest play of the game, and the you know the the truly the only big play 
of of the game that uh, just you know, obviously changed anything in the whole tone of the day and the whole tone of the game. But uh, yeah, I'll give it up to the uh, to the defense first. Paul, what do you got? Yeah, I mean the run defense was outstanding. Um, I also thought um, the the, the timely nature of some of the uh, pressure uh, in the second half, especially they didn't get much in the first half, but. I thought they kind of adjusted their pass rush where Wilson got free a couple of times for some scrambles. And in the second half, I thought they did a better job of containing him while getting after him. So, yeah, I mean, defensively, Jonathan Jones, I thought, was a standout Mm -hmm. um, in coverage. I mean, I know they weren't pressured because of the nature of the game. They weren't throwing. They couldn't sustain any offense. But Jonathan Jones was one that stood out to me in the the run defense. All right. I will give um, I will give credit uh, to the first offensive player, I, I guess, uh, and just in order, starting with R- Ramondre Stevenson. I mean, your offense came from, you know, two running backs today, essentially, um, and of course, a, one huge special teams play. But I I had Ramondre Stevenson down early as as something that looked better than everything else out there. How's that? Yeah. Well, the uh, the third and sixteen run that he just like powered through five tackles I think to get the first down I mean yep. that was uh that's what Ramondre's been doing all year long and uh you know I, I I think there were a couple plays where there were some holes but largely I think the guys had to get everything they earned for Damian Harris had a nice big run too but um you know handful of offensive plays probably that we can you know hand out some acknowledgement to but that's probably yeah, about I mean it. offensively if we're going to do this it's individual plays it's, yeah it's, it's it's the third and 18 pass that Stevenson broke four tackles on to get a first down. It's two runs by Damian Harris, one for 22 and one for 30 yards. I mean, mm-hmm. R- R- Ramondre Stevenson had 15 carries for 26 yards in this game. Horrific. 1.7 yards a game. And it wasn't on Stevenson. I mean, no. that's not on Stevenson. No, but uh, but, but Damian Harris had eight for 65, two big runs, 30 and 22 yards. We're talking about individual plays offensively, right? Because there was nothing. Yeah. No, uh, and for Stevenson, it was you know, it was like Deuce just said, it was a reception, and it was you know, like all run, uh, you know, yeah. one reception. But the 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 point is, and what we're going to keep going back to is that they couldn't do anything with their good fortune. If they did convert on a third and long, they couldn't do anything with it. They didn't they even were, get any points yeah. out of that. Yeah, yeah. They, they were they were granted outstanding field position time and time again and couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, and, and I'm sure we'll talk plenty about this, but I, I mean, I thought, you know, individually they had some good plays, some good drives. I thought Mac had, you know, looked a little bit more comfortable in the pocket. I thought he delivered some balls that we haven't really seen him yeah. deliver this year. But as they got closer to the red zone, all of a sudden, things just started falling apart, and you're doing, taking penalties, you're making negative plays, you're taking sacks, and then you're moving backwards. So, you know, there were some little pieces there where you're like, there's a play that looks, you know, I think more than I've probably seen, but the negative plays continue to be there. I saw a stat at the end that was, you know, the Patriots had 10 negative plays to the Jets' eight. So they continue to go backwards, they continue to take penalties, and, you know, we can talk about the I missed one. I was too. counting. I only had nine. I missed one. Matt yeah, was, I didn't Matt think they was d- 23 yeah. and 27 this for is 200 the ultimate, for 246 the yards. Ultimate plastic stat game <laughs> uh, of, of, of all games because Mike just hit it. They they would make, and, and we're seeing the highlights now, you know, they would make a play. Damian Harris would, would go 30 yards. They would get down in position to get points, and he would take a sack. He did it like three times. Yeah. Like, you can't take a sack when you're on the edge of field goal range in a game that the wind was definitely a factor at that end of the stadium, and he got sacked six times today. He wasn't under attack. It wasn't like free runaway guys. Like there were times that he was standing back there with plenty of time. They couldn't sustain anything offensively. If the Jets weren't, 
if the Patriots de- I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that instead of saying that the Jets weren't so inept if the Patriots defense wasn't so dominant you'd look at this as one of the worst offensive games you ever saw by the Patriots I mean four for 15 on third down 13 first downs in the game 297 total yards that's like the fifth game in a row they've been under 300 yards of total offense that's pathetic now in comparison to the Jets it's not so bad but they couldn't do a thing offensively in this game and again it was just some individual plays John and I would throw John o. Smith in there who made a yeah. couple of individual plays but even on one of his I think that they had a little jet sweep I think that might have been a touchdown and he dropped the yeah. ball well that just was uh, that was my first good that I had was John Smith's <laughs> fumble recovery but <laughs> you have fumble. to immediately counter it with uh, uh that was the the ghost of somebody who forced the fumble he's, he's switching hands for no apparent yeah. reason on that play I didn't get it Zoe yeah. talked about it on the broadcast he said look it's cold out there he said and he grabbed one of the footballs during warm-ups he's like they're slick it's it's also not the first rodeo for these guys. They've played football in cold weather before. Right. They know what this is like. It's and you just can't, he's wearing gloves. I mean, it's like there's. there's but it was a good play to get the ball back, yeah. and that's how you ultimately. Fan, otherwise, you probably lose the game. Yeah, it's a. You probably lose three nothing if you because that's where they got their field goal uh, oh after that. God, and that's right. And they ain't yeah. they ain't punting the ball if they're up three nothing there. They're, they're not doing that. They right. punt the ball out of bounds. It, it was it was a fantastic recovery, but you immediately have to counter it with well, well, why you know how did he fumble it? Why oh, just dropped the ball? Yeah, he was just switching hands, and I don't really understand why. Sweet. But I did think he was he made a couple yeah. of plays, I, and I thought you know as a good, I thought there was a little bit more creativity offensively today at times. Yeah. Um, you know, a little bit more play action, a little bit more under center. Um, throwing on first down. Throwing ball. on early downs. And now it didn't always work the first <laughs> down. First play of the game, <laughs> they get sacked on first down. Um, so the play just, the play action that they ran on Hunter Henry's reception. Hunter and, Henry and, and had one. That, and I say John that. John who had one. Yeah. Singularly, his one reception today was the result. It was great play action and good yeah. and good fa- you know, good good work by Mac, but but I could put all 11 guys on defense on the good list. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm hard pressed to get anybody on offense on it. It was bad. Um, I, I I know the I Jets have a good defense too, just like the Patriots did. But you got to move the ball. A I put bit. It, I put Harris on there too, just because Harris, yeah, H- Harris That's belongs. It. Yeah. That's it. You know, eight for sixty-five, yeah. solid day. I mean, I don't want to you know just hand out bouquets to the defense, but I would just I would I would, I would highlight Judon and uh, and Wise kind of together. Him. I've got yeah. I, ha- I, I had got Wise. Judon. I thought Wise was really good today. Yeah, I just you know those guys coming through and some big moments. Um, you know, Mac Wilson as well. A couple you know key kind of moments. Mac Wilson sacks, was good too. Yeah, you know? I agree. Uh, I'll put De- I'll put Devon Godshaw in there too, I just because it was a great phone call. I thought, <laughs> it, was, I thought it was really good a phone call. Yeah, well, he's happy. They so won. So let's put him. Out. Let's give him an honorary good list today. I don't even think. I mean, I Only think he gets on there for his play. I thought he was good up front too. So, um, but you know, I, otherwise, I would just say though, generally, like I just think it's the team defense. You know, and and, and as much as you want to highlight individual guys, I think that they're you know playing well together. The coverage is, is playing well. I mean, you had the one, uh, what was it, thirty four yarder uh, that Jack Jones didn't really turn around and look. The other guy stopped. But other than that, they really didn't give up much of anything today, and and they're they're playing well. But like I said. Now I want to see it against the Vikings. I want to see it against the Bills. What does it look like in the next couple of weeks? Okay, let's let's just hold on. Okay, all right. Okay, sorry, well, sorry, sorry. We'll just get, let's just get through the, the no, goods, I the bads, d- and the injuries. No, I, no, I'm I'm <laughs> telling you, 
You you really want to see what it looks like? You want to see what it looks I like? I want to get hurt again. I want to get hurt. I don't. I don't know that I'm. I'm quite ready to to say that. Yes, I am well, eagerly anticipating how they look against the Minnesota Vikings on Thursday night. I oh, can't say that. Why are you saying that? You're saying that because you think they're going to get rolled by the Vikings, or you think the Vikings are overrated and and that they'll be fine? I'm I'm not sure which angle you're coming at it from. The first. That they're going to get rolled. So you have no false sense of security at all with this defense. You think they're they're paper champions right now. Well, I think Minnesota. Even if you if you play against a very good de- defense, I think Minnesota can still score ten points, thirteen <laughs> points. You know, Ooh, that is okay. That is true. And <laughs> I don't. High bar right and now, I it? don't know that you can score <laughs> yeah, more than that. Yeah, and I, yeah. and I know the front seven for the Jets is fantastic, but I mean. You want to talk about like a conditions game, and it was cold. It was a little windy. It wasn't that bad out there. It really it wasn't w- that level of offense bad. No, I, I agree with oh, you. Oh, oh. well, no, that was like Buffalo offense last year, right? I mean, that's that about what they did. Last I mean, year. they played that game like it was in Buffalo last year with forty yeah. mile an hour cross field sustained wins. That wasn't that. <laughs> that was just that was a November football game. That's all that was. Yeah. So I no, I am not. I am not. Looking forward to how this team looks against a very good football team in the Minnesota Vikings. Not quite there yet. No, all right. I'm ask me after. Ask me after, after a couple of days. <laughs> no, like I, I'm not interested in watching. Uh, like until they have an offense that's rep- like, yeah, you could play defense and win. You can win games like this. Sure, the defense played great, but I don't want to watch that. I don't know. I don't know who wants to watch games like that. Um, uh, how how much do you want to like get into the bad list? I mean, it's going to be mm. it's going to be uh, entire groups. It's going to be certain plays. It's going to be a lot. I mean, do you want do you want to do you want to focus in on things now, or should we just leave it for the entirety of the post game? Because <laughs> I got to tell you, as as good as you need to feel, and I'm not going to qualify the win. It's a win, and you're six and four, and you took care of business, but. Man, well, this is like a lot of part of what I was saying, you know, like no style points from before. They, I, I need to see the game first. <laughs> like that was a that was good bad. call by you. That's bad. <laughs> um, the, can we just start with the offensive line and yeah. just spend a moment talking about the offensive line? I know they lost Andrews early on, but yeah. the, even with Andrews in, it did not look good. The first play of the game, you allow yeah. your quarterback to be sacked. I mean, come on. Yeah, win uh, win goes out too, and then you. I don't know what's going on with Trent Brown. Was I mean, I saw some online speculation that he was maybe sick, but you know that that kind of came out of nowhere. He was then put in. Both tackles had rough times. I mean, there were a couple of times it felt like they were coming around the corner and meeting at the quarterback. Um, it's just uh, it's it's not it's it's going to get Mac hurt first of all, but I mean they just they can't really do anything, and it's just I think the the thing that's hard is that I saw moments of Mac kind of being comfortable in the pocket, and then you know you see now see that's like all right, there's some time there, but uh, yeah, just it's it's tough, and then you wonder what's going to happen now. Is Andrews out? You know, thigh injury. What does that mean? Um, and, and his win out. So. You know, you might be looking at Yadni Kajust and, and James Ferentz for, for the immediate future, certainly with a quick turnaround in, in three days. So that's that's going to be a big, big storyline this week. I was afraid the way he stood up, the way Andrews stood up on that, like he had broken his femur. Mm. I mean, it looked like, you know, something really it, – now, it's hard to imagine a guy that tough uh, getting like a deep bone bruise or something like that and him, you know – unable to walk off the field under his own power he did go down the stairs into the locker room under his own power but that's david andrews that is a guy who's like no i'm not getting on any cart and being taken off the field that way (laughs) but uh 
I, I don't know what that injury could be. It's yeah, we were, I mean, we were doing our speculating up there, but, um, you know, first you're hoping it's like just a Charlie horse, but he was really, really hurt. Yeah, when they declared him out, I started thinking real bad stuff. Yeah. So, all right, um, what uh, what else do you want to focus in on? What do you have on your bad list that ju- is really stuck in your craw you need to get out? I mean, I already said the thing about just how frustrating it was when they'd string a couple plays together and get close to the red zone, and then all of a sudden it was like it was like magnets. Like you flip the magnets around, and they start to get close, and and they just there was this force pushing them back away from the red zone. It's just the execution and and the overall focus of the team as they get close to the end zone. I mean, they didn't score a touchdown today. Uh, there's little reason to see why you think they're making strides in that area. I do like some of the things they did on offense, but the red zone and the execution when they get close to the red zone remains a mess. Uh, Hi. B- boss man Fred Kurtz joining us now in the post game. What's up there, Fred? Oh, you know, just, uh, you know, <clears throat> that game was like those Twitter videos you see, and it says, wait for the end. <laughs> that's that's the way this game was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're not going to focus a, a whole lot, I don't think, on the bad list. We took care of the very short good list. We're going to talk about, you know, the way things went during the game. But, I mean, obviously the 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 offense is a big, big concern right now and how they're going to be able to match up defensively. We'll give them credit where it's due. But offensively, if you're not able to move the ball effectively and you're not able to protect your quarterback, I'd, I, I, I'll, I'll take the win. I'll absolutely take the position they put themselves in, but it makes you wonder how things are going to look here in the coming weeks, especially when they have to put they got to get back on the field in a few short days and then well, not long after that. Y- you knew again. things were not going to be perfect when you saw Kajus starting and Wynn starting and Trent Brown not starting. Weird. And you're like, well, what's going on? You know? Uh, we're trying, you know, trying to figure out exactly what the level of health is for some of these guys but this is a conversation we've had with a lot of these guys in the game i mean i i i don't want to make it sound like we're doing any excuse making because it hasn't mattered a whole lot personnel wise who has been in during the year there there are times when everybody is has done the whole offense is out of sync it it goes from the coaching on down and i i don't know like if you talked about it but I was really upset when they decided to go for it that yeah, on that fourth down. and three. That's my biggest thing on the you bad kick, list. I you haven't kick a field goal in a game like this. Oh, they weren't in field goal range. You punt. I mean punt. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you punt. In a game like this, you punt. Then on uh, it was second and two or three, and Max sneaks. Now, everybody's assuming that it was Max' call, that he, he did that on his own. But my inside sources are telling me it was a call play. Stupid. I don't care whose decision it was. It was a bad decision. I agree with the last part there. Yeah. I don't care whose whose call it was. If if you sneak, you make you have to get it. Right. Second and two, you have At to get it. At least get easy. it. Yeah. You know, but I hate that when you have second and very short and you sneak it. I, yeah, I don't like that when your offense is good. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Let alone when it's bad. Yeah. Well, and second and short too is usually a down and distance that you might like to get a little creative or you know yes. yeah. kind of dial something up. Absolutely. You know, so I hated that. Uh, but the fourth and three from the 36-yard line, you know, to me, it, it completely allowed. Now, they got away with it because the Patriots' defense just completely suffocated New York. But the only way you were losing that game was a turnover-slash-field position kind of thing where, you know, the Patriots had a situation where they were punting the ball and they were pinning the Jets inside their ten. 
getting three and outs, getting the ball back around midfield. Just keep doing it. Why until, screw that up? Until you finally score. Right. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you go for a fourth down from the 36, you get stuffed. Now the Jets have 20-plus yards of field position that they didn't have. That's well, exactly we're right. Watching, it was 20 yards plus. We're watching the play right now. It's like, all right, you're going to go for it on fourth down. What are you going to do? Long delay sweep, you know, <laughs> because that's been yeah. working really well. Yeah. As they, so you know, I gave them credit for, you know, I, I, I did think they did some different things offensively today and showed some creativity. I gave them credit for that on the good list. But I, I agree with Fred. I think that was an egregiously bad decision by Bill Belichick to go for in He's yeah. the guy who goes for it. And I don't even down. care about the play. Just the decision to go for it. Um, that could have cost you the game. Now, the Jets, the, the Patriots offense bailed them out because they completely stuffed the Jets. I can't separate myself completely. I care about the play, too, because the play, the play call was so horrific. And just it's, it, it goes against, you know, anybody with any lick of sense watching this team this year saying, like, well, you know that doesn't work. You, we, I, you, I know you've been trying it since camp, and it's your shiny new toy that you somehow think is going to be fun. It doesn't work. It's not working. You need to stop doing it. When should you? When should you really not do it on a fourth and three that you shouldn't be going for anyway? I, I, I mean, I don't know how many times you can double down on the decision and the play call, but it's both, and it starts with the decision. I get it. If you just want to leave it there, fine. But I, I can't separate the the actual play yeah. either. Um, I I gotta tell you this is this is really nitpicky, but the dropped interceptions, especially the one from McCordy, yeah, I mean it's right, it's just. it's right there. It's 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 a veteran player. It's a guy that you expect to to be able to. Oh, it's straight in the chest. <laughs> yeah, the, McC- the McCourty the one was bad. I, I, I cut Jonathan Jones. I, th- I assume that's the other one you're talking about? Uh, Jonathan a, Jones, he was laying out. That's a, yeah, that'd be a tough th- catch. I don't think me. that's a drop. No. The, the no. McCourty one was a drop. That's a drop. Um, I, I had that on my on my bad list of just oh. things that really, really bothered me. Um, I, I, can I, I'll throw uh, you know, just Thornton. I mean, I, everybody – and I, I know, like, one fumble that didn't technically count is uh, really probably reason to land on there. But the more that we all watch that, the more we're like, Whoa. yeah, and and just and I think it connects for me to the fact that we get all these calls about like get Thornton involved, you know, and it's just disappointing. They're trying to get him involved early, and you know he puts the ball on the ground, and I mean I think you know they seem to pull him. So I mean I, it was a really close play. I, I I'm not sure <laughs> if that was. I've seen a couple this year that were called fumbles on plays like that. Two full steps, a third one really close to hitting the. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe not the third one. That was a fortunate play. That's a touchdown. They're inside the five. And it's just the mistakes like this that are going to continue to hurt his development and keep him off the field and, you know, not not make them able to say, hey, this kid's starting to make plays. Let's get him more involved now. He's going to continue to be kind of in the middling, you know, area of receivers that aren't really producing. But, you know, as frustrated as we are, if you're a Jets fan. Oh, my God. (laughs) You have to be killing yourself. I mean, they've got a problem with Zach Wilson. This is a guy after the last game who came out and said, yeah, we'll see them in two weeks. And then I, this is what you I put up? I think both teams have the same problem. But I know. but They have absolutely no confidence in their quarterback. But this, this is what you put up? I mean, he thinks he's good. That's the problem. He thinks he's good. I, they, I, well, I don't understand. What's the difference? Like, you, you can't. <laughs> we don't think. It's 3-3 <laughs> with five seconds left in the game. Like, I, I don't know how we're, like, puffing our chests out. Like, we have, both have the same problem. They have good defense, no offense. Quarterback can't score. Well, you don't think if you're a Jets fan, you're frustrated with your quarterback? Yeah, I, I, every bit as frustrated as I am as a Patriots fan right now. 
I'm frustrated that I can't move the ball and I can't score points, despite, as Hardy said, taking over at midfield throughout the second half. Yeah, I, I really don't take much solace in time of possession or no. the yards or anything else, you know, because, again, uh, you know, Sosi and Zill were talking about this. You know, the Patriots have outplayed the Jets today. And the they did. The, 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 the Patriots absolutely outplayed the Jets today. What, but, but at, what, what does end? it matter? What does it matter if you can't convert when you need to and score points? And I'm not going to put him on the bad list, but I'm sorry. Nick Folk missed a couple of field goals today in what was not a driving, howling win. <laughs> That's because you don't put Nick Folk on the bad list. <laughs> I'm not going to put him on the. Are you going to put him on the bad list? I would, yeah. He missed two field goals. I put him in, hold, in a field goal too. game. Put, it, put, him in the, put him on the bad list then. But you know, this is like an entirety of, of the game. You talk about who got outplayed today. Yeah, I guess statistically the Patriots were able to th- complete more passes and run the ball. But so what? <laughs> so when it, when yeah. it comes down to it, you scored three points on offense today. Three. Okay. <clears throat> I, and you're absolutely right. Coming out of the game, which team should have more hope? Uh, I, either. I just fl- <laughs> if you got a quarter in your yeah. pocket, I'll flip it. <laughs> like I don't have any hope wow. for either team right now. If I'm the Jets, I have no hope. Oh, I feel. Well, but let me put it to you this way: If yeah. I'm the Patriots, the, the Jets I have no hope. The, like the Jets have some degree of hope because they proved that they can show up and beat a team like Buffalo. How much hope do you have that the Patriots can go to Minnesota and win on Thursday night? Oh, they could do that, but anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't have like and you're talking about faith and hope. I don't know how you can come well, out of that a, game either side. Maybe Marcus Jones can return one well, every game. A, I don't know. There's evidence that that the Jets can beat a real football team because they did. They beat Buffalo. So far, the Patriots haven't done that yet. O- this honest year. question, honest answer. If let's just say that they go down and the punt return was three yards, they go to overtime. What does everybody think the outcome of the game is? Tie. Tie. So I, I mean I don't know how you can come out of that with any degree of hope. All three in sync, <laughs> like just harmonize that. <laughs> I, I I said about halfway through the third quarter, this game is either going to be decided by a a blocked punt or b a punt return. Yeah, I said it about halfway through the third quarter. Someone's going to block a punt or someone's going to return a punt. That's the only way someone's scoring in this game. Well, that's also because about half the plays in the game were punts. I mean, <laughs> right again. So because because math. my quarterback went twenty three for twenty seven and the other quarterback went nine for twenty two, I don't care. Neither team moved the ball and neither team scored. Se- I care. Seventeen no. punts. I 17 think your quarterback punts. was shaky as hell today he with was, those with those six sacks. He cost them points constantly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what 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 the hope is for. All I'll say is that staring down the barrel of almost losing that game and what like the alternative would have been to blow that game. I don't know where the Patriots are headed. I just know. Oh, I think the season would have ended if they lost. At least you've got some hope for the next few days to see. All right, we'll see what we'll go to Minnesota. I, every point you've made about their offense and everything is, is apt, but you know, it's, it's, these are, these are good teams now that they're going to have to play. So there's no more of, well, we were able to not let them get a first down after the second half. Like you're not gonna be able to hold teams like that. So, but considering the alternative, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, do I eliminate their chances to be, Minnesota or Buffalo or Miami or Vegas or Arizona. No, they they could they could win games over those teams. I don't think they'll win enough of them. Not playing. You can't play like this. You can't just try to like play around your quarterback constantly and win. And I second and two quarterback sneak. And if Fred's telling me now it was a called play, 
Like that's playing around your quarterback. I, you, you know, I don't know. You know that they did what they needed to do to win the game today. I would have done the same thing. I thought because I think the only way you were going to lose that game is turning the ball over. So did you initially think that it was a broken play and Mac just decided to? No, oh, I thought he just called. Yeah, I, I thought, did, he, I thought he called the zone. I, yeah, that's and, what and I he thought. just took it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But Freddie's got some inside dope. Yeah. Well, to me, it looked like that. I mean, just the way it unfolded, like right there in front of us. I'm like, because I looked at Louth and he said the same thing. He said, what is that play? It looked like that was the play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, Dumb. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, injured. I hate it when they did it when Brady was on the team. I, just dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah, but well, we talked about David Andrews, and we talked about Isaiah Wynn. Um, Marcus Jones, apparently. <laughs> apparently, apparently okay. he's okay. <laughs> he, saved the, he saved the season, so he, uh, evidently he's okay. Magic like tape. The Kurt Schilling, they tape up his ankle, put me in coach. I got one more return in me. He limped onto the field, and uh, yeah, 80-plus yards later. I mean, they are trying to get Smith involved. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, by the way, there were a lot of Jets fans in front of us today, as there you know normally are. There's you know pockets of the visiting team section, and it, w- it was from a Jets fan because we could identify his voice. He was yelling after a, another one of the numerous injury timeouts. There was a Jets player down on the field, and you heard this guy specifically say. Oh God! Come on! <laughs> that was that was us up in the press box too. <laughs> I don't know how the game got over as fast oh my as it gosh, did. I don't either. It just seemed like there was an. In, I mean, there yeah. was all punts, all injuries, and the game was delayed. But it was also all well. It wasn't all running plays. No, I don't know. I don't know. There how were that, no there plays. Was some incompletions. There were no <laughs> offensive plays. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how the clock kept running and how it got over as soon as it did. Oh, uh, let me throw this out there. Thank uh. you to Tom Shaw Mellers for sending me this. Uh, Ian Rappaport says uh, Patriots center David Andrews is feared to have suffered a serious thigh injury that could end his season. Source yeah. says. My guess is that he broke his femur. He'll have uh, more I, testing done to determine the extent, like, but not. That's what news. I was thinking. Well, wow. that's what I thought too. I said it before you even came in that it looked like a broken leg because the way he he couldn't put any weight on it at all, and it you know that's. It, oh. it just it looked like maybe that was it. I mean, that's the most significant bone break you could possibly I, believe have. Believe me, I know a lot yeah. about it, and I unfortunately know a lot about it. What is that rehab like? How long does that take? It's like a whole year. Yeah. It's like six months. Then, uh, Well, it all depends on what kind of surgery he'll have. Like for my son, he had to have a plate with, with uh, nine screws put in, and wow. it was nine months. I mean, six months before you could get that plate out, and then it was another, you know, like another month or so. With him not, uh, you know, I think it was three more months with no contact. That's a, a very, very significant injury for anybody. Broken femur. If it's I mean, we're speculating. I mean, Ian Rappaport right. says yeah. serious thigh injury. It'd be a torn quad. I mean, we speculate. To me, that that's not a serious thigh injury. Yeah. No. Like, serious to me is a broken bone. But mm. All right. Um, I'm going to grab some calls here. Anybody else have anything? Good, bad, injured? Oh, we're going to take a break real quick, says Marie Matt. Let's do that. Let's also thank uh, Cyber Reason, the presenters of the Patriots postgame show. Great defenders don't just play on the field. They're also protecting your company and data. Cyber Reason on a mission to end ransomware and keep your business undefeated against cyber attacks. Learn more at cyberreason.com slash ransom. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in PC, 
allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars? For picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in PC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars? For picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I mean, I don't want to be doom and gloom, but do you think the offense is going to figure anything out this year? Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Wow. Well, you answer your own question there, uh, Deuce. Did they figure out anything today? Uh, it doesn't look like it. No. They had no. a couple new twists, uh, you know, a couple plays. But. Well, the problem is when the Patriots just lined up, the Jets are just better. Their, their front is just better. So if, if the Jets line up in the right, the Patriots aren't going to have success. They had to yeah. use a little deception. Especially once it got into to Ferentz and, you know, that, that part of it. Yeah. Uh, let us uh, go to the phones here. We'll start with, uh, I'm going to go with Mika. Could be Micah in Delaware. We'll find out momentarily here on the Patriots postgame show. Uh, uh, how do you pronounce your name? <laughs> Hello, person. It's Micah. Micah. It's not a big deal. All right. Like, like, like Parsons. Like, like, I, oh, like Micah Parsons. I was just like racking my brain watching that game, thinking about things I'd rather do <laughs> than be watching that football game. I was thinking about listening to Paul talk about his fantasy team. <laughs> I don't do that. Eric do stand-up comedy. Yeah. Like anything. <laughs> uh, but I really, I'm just, I'm just so happy Marcus Jones pulled it out at the end there because not, like, I don't care that we won at all. It's like just to end the game. <laughs> I go. The prospect of like a full like ten minute overtime back and punt and punt and punt and oh. that was such a relief. Get me out. Oh. Uh, but uh, Paul got in a little bit of trouble a couple of weeks ago talking about Monster Stevenson being the best player on the team. But 
we'd still have the same record if we didn't have him. And I think this is like a great example of that. I, I think, you know, obviously the stats don't bear it out, but some of the plays that he made, the broken tackles and things that he was like able to turn nothing into something, like that's really great talent. And it just, it just doesn't matter if that's really the only thing that's going on in the field. Yeah, and that was, you know, I mean, you're right, Micah, because today was a game that kind of illustrated the point. I thought he was really good. I, you know, but he, he averaged less than two yards a carry. <laughs> like. Right. He didn't. He wasn't responsible really for any of their offense, that, you know, cause any of their production because they had no production. So even when you had an individual that played well, it's not really a difference maker, at especially at that position. But it doesn't mean he hasn't played well, and I think he's he's played very well. And I thought Damian Harris gave them a little spark yeah. tonight. I thought he was a little uh, had a little juice to his game. The thing that I'll but say again that didn't translate to anything either. No, it didn't. Uh, Micah, thanks for the call. I'll, I'll just say this, Paul. While you're watching the game, before you know that they're not going to get into the end zone and they're not going to do anything more than the one field goal offensively, as I was watching the game, I said, if it's not for Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, they have no offense today. And Stevenson, he was he, he caught all six balls that were thrown his way. You know, it's not just the rushing and the and the horrific, you know, average that he put together together for the rushing. If if you're being honest, you have to say if it weren't for those two guys, it's even more unwatchable than it was. That's and I'm not giving him credit for having a great offensive day. I'm just no, saying but absolutely for, those were the guys we that's why we put him on the good list. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. I'm but, just saying you, win the, the you two, win the game anyway is my point. But the two biggest plays were Hunter Henry and John o. Smith, right? Well, I think it was the run, the 30-yard run oh, by Damian Harris and the 22-yard run, run by and really. Right. The Hunter Henry like, play. John o. Smith had a 26-yard catch. I tell you, The Hunter Henry reception, I, I think it was his only target. I know it was his yeah. only catch. One, yeah. one catch, 20 yards. That was one of the few plays today that looked like offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Play they, action. That's what I said about the design. I thought that they at least showed a little creativity today and squeaked some, you know, they leaked some tight ends out into areas where they were able to, to catch the Jets out of position. Because when they lined up, they couldn't move the ball an inch throughout the day. But they had some chunk plays today. Yeah. It just didn't translate to any, any points. Let's go to Eric in New Jersey on the uh, Patriots postgame show. What's up, Eric? Uh, hey, guys. Uh, first uh, question, Deuce. You said you saw Mac make some throws that he hasn't made before. Uh, what, what throws were they? Because I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see any of that. Um, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying, like, overall, like, he's never made throws. He just, to me, on a few of his passes, he looked more comfortable in the pocket than he's looked in the last couple of weeks. I'm not saying all of a sudden he was, you know, making, oh, amazing throws that we haven't seen. But I just, I just thought he had some plays. He looked, he looked a little bit more comfortable to me today uh, overall than he has in the last couple of weeks. Okay, I got you. Um, and I'm, I'm much of a homer. I'm much of a homer as Fred. And uh, uh, I won't, you know, I won't, I won't attack Fred. That's Paul's job. But uh, I mean, <laughs> this, this, I mean, Mac. Like, I mean, the offense. This, I mean, the offense in general. You can just, I mean, you can throw it all, all, all in the same bag. I just don't know how. Like, I've seen enough. There's just no confidence. I mean, watching this game, I'm, I was better off watching a high school football game. I mean, this was Cam Newton all uh, offense esque. Um, I just don't know how there, there's just not there's just nothing. Again, you can move the ball in between the hashes. Uh, you know, when you get down into that, you know, past the, you know in the red area, you know, past the thirty, it's just pedestrian. I mean, at, at what point, you know, you can't keep hanging hanging your hat on Nick Folk. You know, he's he's due for a bad game, and you know whether you know, but even Tom, you got you got to muscle some balls in there. I know, you know, 
Mac doesn't have the strongest arm, but at some point in your career, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to muscle some balls in there. And I mean, I just don't know how we take any any confidence. I mean, how many weeks is this that we keep talking about the offense not scoring, especially getting down in the red area? That you know, at at what point is it gonna change? And I'll take it off the line, but I mean, guys, I mean, let let we got to be realistic here. How how are we gonna compete with the Bengals? You know, some of these good teams when we get down into that area. And it's just, I just don't see any hope that, you know, we can score any points. And I appreciate it, guys. Thank you, guys. Well, it's assuming you can get down into that. They're going to have to figure it out. You're not winning games on punt returns with five seconds left every week. It's just what? you have to. Really? You're gonna have to figure out how to how to move the ball. Yeah. They haven't moved the ball in over a month. That's this not is necessary. I think five straight games <laughs> under 300 yards. Like I mean, it it's just it's what it is. Yeah. It's what it is. They can't score, and until they figure out how to score, you're not beating any team of any significance. Uh, let's go to Dave in Chicago. Patriots post game show. Hi, Dave. What's going on? Hey, guys. What's up? Hey. Hey. So, um, yeah, one of the things um, – by the way, I love the show and just enjoying it. Thank you. Uh, I was cracking up earlier when you guys did that thing with, with the uh, synchronized tie because <laughs> me and my buddies were doing the same thing. We're like, how's this game going to end? We're like, tie. <laughs> like, we all saw it happening. And uh, But anyway – um, one of the things that bothered me uh, in this game, you know, it's, it's such a tight game, and you got all this defense uh, holding it down. There's nobody's scoring, and Mac Jones is just taking sacks. As soon as they get down to the 20-yard line, it's just like he's giving himself up. I know some of them, you know, he kind of got knocked over by Trent Brown on one of them. But there was one where he just like an arm hit him in the leg, and he just like yeah, fell down. yeah. like they like, need he he needed to throw the like, ball away. He needed to do the Zach, the Zach Wilson thing, like throw the ball away, away, and you can throw kick field away. goals. Like, get the three points. Yes, right. I agree I'm with you. Losing my mind. They got to like, the seven. They ended up on the twenty nine. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, just get three points. I was like six to three. That's the final score. If you can get three, the game's over. Like I was just so frustrated by that. Um, and, um, oh, another thing, uh, kind of cracked me. Have you guys seen that meme lately with LeBron where, you know, he's like predicting the future. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I, I watched the high school tape nope. of like this guy. And I, I called it right before it happened. I, that kind of cracked me up when I heard Paul say, you know, uh, I think they're going to have a punt return or, or like a block punt here. That's what's going to end the game. I said it in the third quarter and then, oh, it turns out you're right. Like, did, did you really say that, or, or is that a LeBron name? Ask Mike. Yeah, no, he did. I mean, it's. I mean, you can all feel it. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't that, it was going to be. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was leaning more toward the the blocked punt. Yeah. Because I actually think a punt return would show skill, and I didn't think there was any skill in, on display today. But you like Marcus Jones. I love Marcus Jones. He's my favorite rookie by far. <laughs> um, but I I thought it would be a play on special teams or a, you know a, a turnover. But I had mentioned someone's going to block a punt or return a punt, and that's how the game's going to end. I didn't think it was going to be like on the last. I was just saying at some point in the game, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be a walk off. Yeah. You know, three three game Deshaun Jackson like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, for the <laughs> the Eagles against the Giants a hundred years ago. Uh, in terms of the officiating today, and this didn't have any impact on the game whatsoever, but uh, there were a couple of bad play calls, and you mentioned the, uh, you know, just in the in the punting game, the the roughing the kicker call. Um, yeah, that, that one was, was uh, subject for some debate up in our uh, up in our section. I uh, thought he landed on the guy, and that's a penalty. That's um, a five yard penalty. A five yard, not a 
not a 15. Yeah, and and the folly of that fourth and five. How many it, was it three times? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Three times. Uh, they had to do that play. That We didn't get enough punts today. We needed to get a couple of them replayed. <laughs> but watching it on the replay, I thought in no way should was that a penalty. Even in today's NFL, I didn't think they got that one correct. So Did what, you guys talk about the delay of the game? Yeah, uh, Ten minutes at the start. Power outage in the trucks, I think. Uh, supposedly there was an accident on Route 1. That caused a power surge. Yeah, we, we it, it affected the CBS uh, truck. Yeah, we noticed it when we were on the pregame show. The TV went out, and all these TVs went out, and Matt all of a sudden went into like checking buttons mode, like you know. <laughs> but it's uh, but that so that just knocked us back ten minutes while they had yeah. to reset everything. Well, actually, just five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, you say surge or an Serge. outage? Yeah. Serge. 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 Yeah. No, I, I like that. <laughs> All I know is I got a chance to eat a delightful lunch upstairs of uh, quiche and oh, yeah. uh, steak tips. I Dons? didn't have any steak tips. I had to, I had a, yeah. a strip of bacon Bone and chicken and make it downstairs in time for kickoff. So you know, I, you know, I didn't mind. It was fun. <clears throat> didn't want to miss a second up. of that game. I tell you that. Uh, Scott in Michigan. Scott on the Patriots post game show. Hello, Scott. Hey guys, how are you? Good. 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 Can, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of the other callers have stolen my thunder here about moving the ball, but I guess what I want to ask you guys as analysts, we're all bemoaning the fact, but when it comes to red zone possessions, is it just total system failure? Or what? What's the one or two issues that prevented this team from scoring a touchdown? What are the issues that's preventing them from yeah, scoring what, touchdowns? What's going on? And you think it's just play calling is it lack of execution is it all of the above yeah can't score. well it's a it's a combination and i and i think that the best way to put it is how we discussed when they do pick up a you know a a, a big play in a, on a third down and they get themselves right. a bit, the, 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 fir- the first thing that seems to happen is either <laughs> a no gain or a loss of two on the very next play and it puts well, a, it's a, it's almost this you know resignation to where well we're not going to do it this time either because now we just pushed our, ourselves back in the hole whatever gains we just picked up what are this first down it's going to be squandered you, yeah. you have that sense watching the game and it's got to permeate down onto the field quite frankly i don't know how marcus jones was able to bust free and go 84 well, yards because the whole game had a feeling of uh, it's, it's not happening today yeah, guys yeah. it's just not it's nothing's going to work today now, the, the fact that he busted loose and, and made it in the end it's zone a million is things, a miracle but to me, the biggest thing is the shorter the field, the more the Patriots' offensive line is overmatched. Yeah. You know, they just can't I just, they can't I, execute. Yeah, I mean, I, and I would, I would build on that and just say I think in the red zone, all of the issues come out. So whether it's the play call, whether it's the quarterback play, the tight windows, you know, the confidence that they have within their scheme to throw with anticipation, also the lack of downfield explosive scoring plays i mean they've gotten they had a few 20 plus yard plays today but they're not getting into the end zone so they're not getting from far distance and when they get into close distance everything is sped up i mean we talked i talked in the pregame how much time they spend in the red zone how everything down there it's such a critical part of the game so i just think that is what brings out all of their issues and it's hard to point to just one thing but everything is on display when they get inside next the week indoors nah. watch. <laughs> oh is that, everything's gonna be fixed yep <laughs> all right we're gonna get it all done in the next two days of practice i just don't think that players are good enough i think it's a simple like we can talk about the play calling and all we want i I thought there were times where he had plenty of time to look for a guy today and got sacked. I thought there were times where he got sacked immediately. 
I thought there were times where they had chances to make some some yards on running plays, and they didn't. And they, and then, like Fred said, they're just so inconsistent when they get down close and the the field gets shorter. I think that's when when the other team, like you know, today, can we just kind of give the other team a little credit and just say the Jets have a better defense than the Patriots have an offense? Just like the Patriots' oh. defense was better than the Jets' offense. Right, by far. Yeah. But I, I mean, the only thing I point to, though, is like it's one thing to stop them when they get to the red zone. It's the other thing that you're going backwards when you get to the red zone. And, and I don't really credit the Jets' D with pushing them back. I credit the Patriots with being poor execution, stupid mistakes. You know, those, those things are, are killing them. Talk to me about Mac Jones staying in the pocket. He loves staying in the pocket for better or worse. Is, it his, is he unable to roll out? And create anything outside of the pocket because when yes. he's okay, is that well, he it? He tried it. He, he missed Myers. He could have had Myers for a first down, and he can't throw on the run. Yeah, so he can't throw on the run. And by the way, he went down a couple of times easily today. Zach Wilson, yeah, he did throw it away. He went down a couple of times today when he barely one got one time. Touched. He went really, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it was one of Dietrich Wise's sacks. I think he like basically touched him and he kind of tripped. Maybe it was a trip. But no, 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 he didn't get tripped. He like just yeah. kind of touched him, and he like tripped over his I, own feet. I called it a swipe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that was that was weird. I, <coughs> I, I just, I think both both teams are suffering from the same issue right now. That they they're working around their quarterbacks, right? And neither team runs the ball well enough to overcome it. Uh, Chris in Scottsdale, where I understand there are a bunch of homes that are going to be running out of water soon. Chris, I hope uh, that's not one of your uh, one of your places or where you live. Well, let's uh, let's hope for the best uh, that not happening. Okay, good. Hey, Paul, I got a question for you because uh, I feel I'll get the most honest answer. Hey. How long is it going to take for Mister Kraft to say this is enough? <laughs> Pick the wrong guy to get an honest <laughs> answer on this one. Uh, I, do, you know, in all seriousness, I do not think that we're anywhere close to that. I, I, I think if there were signs that he's lost it, lo- losing the locker room, the guys are not respecting him, whatnot, then maybe we could have a conversation that might be a little different. I think there's a chance that that Robert Kraft sits and talks to Bill and, and says, you know, what are we doing in terms of our structure of our coaching staff? I think there's okay, a chance that they might do something like that. I do not think that we're looking at making any kind of a significant change in terms of the head coach. I'll explain why I posed the question. And, and oh, it's a fair, it's a very that. fair question, right? Oh, of course. And and uh, but here's here's what motivated or sparked the, the question for me. If you if you look at it's it's pretty systemic if you think about it because if we're, we're putting you know right down from the coaches you know like Patricia and Judge and what have you you know obviously that's a train wreck and everybody. Predicted that and knew that, which is incredible that if, if you and I can do that, Paul, and everybody else at the table, you know, obviously Bill should be able to do that, you know, right? And then if you, if you think about just even the team that we've constructed, most teams in this situation aren't necessarily going to tank per se, but we can't even, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'd rather see them not win, which, which makes me, it breaks my heart to say it because I'm, I'm a massive Patriots fan. But but when you know you're not a good team, you're not a good team, you need to position yourself in the draft, right? But then I don't even have any faith at all, not even slightly, in Bill Belichick doing the right thing in the draft. Well, if I we think got that's the number a little five unfair. Pick, the guy would trade it down for, for you know, two picks in the, in, the, in the first round, you know, number 32 and 31, and then a, a late fourth. I'm always I'm always I'm always amazed at that. And Chris, thank you for the call. I'm not I'm yeah. not dogging on you because you're you're hardly alone in this. I I'm amazed at people who think 
Ah, we'll fix it in the draft. How are you going to fix it in the draft? How many how many impactful players do you think you're going to draft that are going to fix things for you? But what do you mean by like next year? No, no. If it, you'll notice that, well, in, that, but that that's what you need to do though. You need to start like you know they had some contributions from last year's draft. They've had some contributions from this year's draft. Get some contributions from next year's draft. That's how you get out of this. You got to find a way to get some playmakers. Now it would help if Tyquan Thornton is one of those guys that that works out. Right now. He's just kind of meh. He's out there, but he hasn't made much of an impact. But that's what you need. You need to find a way to get more dangerous than what they've been so far. I guess, but I see other teams doing it by by virtue of uh, figuring out the non-existent salary cap and just signing already proven players that can come in yeah, and you know are going to make that's an impact. Tough. That's a tough way to do it. No team has ever really been able to do it that way consistently. Um, I, you get, you get a bump I, from it. Like they did two years ago, like they got a bump. But would you settle for a bump right now? As you're looking at uh, yeah, a, a team that doesn't look like it's really, you know, Offensive capable of a playoff win for a fourth year, fourth straight year. I mean, it's just I'd take a bump. Offensively, they 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 have to figure something out. I don't know how these last seven games are going to go, but they need they need to change some stuff up. I don't. It's hard to see in these seven games enough happening to prove to you that things can stay vaguely the same going into next year they, it just it does feel like they're going to need significant changes a lot of free agents at wide receiver um you know we'll see we'll see what happens with mac down the stretch all right let's josh mcdandas is listening to the show and he's like they're six and four what's right? the score right now <laughs> I know. what i wouldn't give <laughs> yeah um cousin patty what's going on pat hey paulie i'm on record this past thursday on the playbook saying that i thought marcus jones was going to break one now um granted i did you know, I I did think it was going to be a twenty-eight to twenty-three game, and I didn't think it was going to happen with five seconds left in the game. But hey, man, I'll take it. Um, sure. I, I got a I got a feeling though, just watching this team. I mean, our defense through the stretch run, they're going to keep us in some games, but ultimately, I think our offense is going to end up losing the majority of them because I mean, just look at look at what's on the docket. You know, yeah. two games in Buffalo, uh, Miami. It's going to be a rough go, you know, and it, today it was like eating glass watching this game. It was it was so tough to watch, but hey, it wins the win, and I'll take it, and that's all I got, guys. All right, thanks, Pat. I appreciate it. He's on record. He called it. He did. He did. Yeah. I remember his call. All right, good. Called it. Uh, did Spee and Fresno call anything like that? Spee, what's going on? On behalf of the unwashed masses, Hardy, and, and with all due respect to Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christian Arkan, it's great having you back, my oh, friend. thanks, B. Absolutely. Um, I, by the way, I actually did call the, uh, the return for touchdown, and my wife has, uh, has, has evidence of it somewhere, but I, I right. called her right before it happened, yeah, so I'll, send take, that in. I'll take my own credit. Appreciate it. We got you. <laughs> Confirm. I, uh, I, um, I wanted to ask you guys about the coaching. There's two specific sort of sequences or plays uh, that, that, that were just I was kind of puzzling to me. And I um, like there's there was a redoing the punt after the offsetting penalties with Miles Bryant back there. Like Miles Bryant had done a non-Miles Bryant thing and actually had a decent uh, return. And then Bill's like, no, let's, let's run it back now when, that we, for some reason, have him out there. I, did, I didn't like that. And the other one was the, uh, the two consecutive run plays, right. first the third and seven and then fourth and third, I think where you're running the ball close to the middle of the field in a game where, like, field position and, you know, picks that they have, and that's going to determine the winner. And I'm just like, that seems like, uh, I don't know, 
kind of a, kind of a mysterious play call. I wanted to hear your thoughts on all those things. I'm just trying to remember the Miles Bryant it, play. I don't know. What it was offsetting about. penalties though, and they that made him punt it again. Oh, that's <laughs> so. That's not a decision, right? Yeah, but I don't was. remember Miles Bryant having a good punt return either. Well, it wasn't terrible. It was like ten yards. Oh, yeah. I think he returned it from like ten, I think he was close to midfield after that one. And, where, and then I and I don't know. Maybe the announcers misled me, but they said it was Bill's choice, and Bill elected to redo it. Maybe yeah, I don't think no. It, it, was, uh, I, the, it was the one I th- I'm thinking of was offsetting penalties, yeah. but yeah. So that's not you don't have a choice. Off, offsetting penalties is you replay the down. That's what I mean, but I, I guess I was misled by the by the. the yeah, the, yeah, I, I, I found I, it. it. I heard that speed. They were wrong. Yeah, if that's what they okay. said, they were wrong. I agree yeah. with Fred. Um, yeah. Okay. Penalty on Hardy. Player out of bounds on kick. Offsetting. Um, ex- in force of the twenty-five. No play. Penalty on New England. Jonathan Jones. Offensive holding. Offsetting. There's no okay, decision the, to be made there. What about the what about the running on fourth and three? Like close to midfield. Oh, I would have punted. Like that, I, I, yeah, that yeah. was that was a major down on my down on my bad list. We, I, all, we all thought punt the ball, punt pin them down inside the fifteen, and and just keep playing field position until you get the ball in field goal range and win. See, that a way. lot of people on the like blog that, were saying you got to like play the game to win. The game that that's the playing the game to win. Right, the way you play that game to win was to punt. Exactly, and so I was just kind of curious, and I'll take it off. Like overall, in light of those, and maybe some other. You know, the penalties, the, the yeah. special teams looking spotty toward the beginning of the game. I don't know. If, what you guys overall thought about the coaching? Does it moving in the right direction? Is it stalled in the same place or going back? Or what do you think? Uh, I'll take it off. Yeah, offensively feels like whack-a-mole. I think, I think the uh, the penalties are worth highlighting, too. I mean, 8-55, just only had three. I mean, you know, it's just sloppy play overall. Uh, and one more thing I wanted to just say real quick. Uh, Jeff Howe says... Patriots OL Isaiah Wynn, who was ruled out today with a foot injury, will also likely miss time, according to a source. More testing to determine the extent of the injury, but he also might be back and be fine by tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. I added that last part. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> right. That'd be right in line with that individual's text. You got me, though, Deuce. Good job. Buddy Good job, Deuce. And oh, also, that, that, that's a huge problem. Too, I mean, I, you know, say what you will about Win. I mean, it's just a, a depth issue, at least at this point. It's where a depth issue because he lost his he lost his job, evidently. Yeah. So, and uh, to, to Speed's question about what the announcer said, you can't always trust the announcers either on TV or in stadium. I mean, oh, or us. Oh. The uh, uh, PA announcer kept referring to uh, tackle by CJ Mosley today. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Like Sarge. What was that our guy? Oh, Mos- Sarge in the inside the building. Mosley. Oh, Sarge. Mosley. I'm Mosley. I'm Mosley. He would know that. Oh. Hey, Agent Foster Grant. <laughs> Thanks. I've been looking all over for these, Alonzo. What the hell are you guys talking uh, What are they talking about? Sam, all the way from New Zealand. <laughs> Sam, what's going on? Thanks for joining us on the Patriots postgame. What do you got, Sam? Hi, guys. How you going? Good. Great. Um, okay, so I've got two queries slash questions. Um, the first is, I thought I saw Zappy, which kind of scared me, warming up before the punt return touchdown. Mm. He was talking to the coaches. He was all geared up. He, had, he was going through plays and stuff like that. And I kind of mm. got the feeling that they may have been thinking about bringing him on. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I'd have to try to look at that. Sam, let me for di- overtime. Is that I, I, I won't. No, I won't. Twenty-five seconds left. Uh, I won't derail you here, uh, Sam. There was some talk in in the booth about the way Mac looked, and you know he's taken these sacks and he's in the pocket, and there was some discussion as to whether or not. He had gotten, you know, I know you can't say gotten, get your bell rung anymore or get dinged up, but he, there was some discussion as to whether or not he was 
operating you know on all levels perfectly yeah. so yeah. i i have no idea if if zappy was warming up doing anything other than just staying loose with mac which interesting you know the other quarterback will will oftentimes do but uh, that's just something maybe to to pay attention to here going forward so but what what was your other query sam that's very interesting um i was wondering if mcdaniels ends up getting uh the boot does he come back I don't think he's going to get the boot. I, I mean, don't think he's going to get. I the don't boot. think he's going to get the boot, and I'm not sure he's interested in coming back. But you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, d- d- true enough, Sam. Thanks for the call. Um, Breer said it again this week that not only is McDaniel's not getting the boot, but he's good for next year too. Yeah, the money. I mean, the money issue. It always comes back to money, right? And that's right. That they're going like to give. They're going to give him two years. Yeah. Right, which they, I think unless the there is some significant problems in terms of the locker room, I think you can't fire a guy in one year unless there's just in like utter ineptitude. Like I and I'm watching the Broncos right now on red zone against uh, the Raiders. Nathaniel Hackett looks to me like a guy who's never coached football in his life. <laughs> like if if they decide to pull the plug after one year, I would understand it. Like, what are they doing? They're all like, it's clearly short. And Russell Wilson's like, first down, no problem. They're like, <laughs> you really are short, Russell. I, I mean, I think he gave up the play calling duties this week, too. He I did. Saw that. No. Oh, he did. Um, so it happens. I do think there's a chance. Um, oh, wow. Touchdown, Bengals. I hate the uniforms. I do, too. Um, I know everybody goes, goes gaga on I Twitter, but there's nothing. Yuck. Yuck. What do you think, Freddie? <laughs> They're okay. Just okay? Yeah, for white on white, they're okay. But you're well, you're, but you're you don't have Ill. to wear white on on. White? And you're ill. You're not of your right He'd mind. He'd be yeah. ill in. Uh, Michelle in South Carolina. <laughs> let's let's do this, Michelle. What do you got? Yeah, she's lost in the woods. Too. Hi, guys. Hi. Do you well, wish you were lost in the woods for that game? What? Do you wish you were lost in the woods during that game? Is what oh Deuce wanted. Oh, my God. I wish I was lost in another country. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that right. was horrible. So... Look, Mac is not making me uh, feel any better about him. Um, I understand everybody's coming and we're all trying to figure out what this offense is becoming, who's the cause of it, who's not the cause of it. And we all know it's it's a factor of everything, right? I mean, I think. And um, I called earlier. I asked a question about Mac. And so this is what I'm taking away. There's two days to practice. I have not seen anything today. He was in the pocket today where he actually had plenty of time to actually make a decision and not get sacked. That he could have ran out of it or he could have thrown the ball away. Um, and he didn't do so. Our defense is winning us the games, and that shows you today 100% right now is my belief. The second, uh, another thing is when, um, who was that, who was that tight end who caught the ball today once? Hunter Henry? John Henry Smith? Henry. Oh. When he makes a good play, and it's actually great yards after a catch, nice play, it's spread out, you can't tell what they're going to do, and then they go away from it. But like, the rest of the game, I don't get it. Well, that's and a- then when they get into the red zone, why can't I know it's a shorter field, but I I, I don't get it. Okay. I, I can't understand why their creativity is stunted. 
All right, Michelle. Besides the two okay. coaches who were trying to create it. Right, right, right. Well, thank but, you for the call. And that's what I think it gets back to is the coaching aspect of it. But to Paul's point earlier, yeah, it's when you get into the red zone, it's it's not that you know the defense has a chance to pack things in. Your offensive line can't handle the additional pressure of having a condensed defense in there. That, this offensive line, so... I think that's your easy answer in the red zone in terms of the creativity or the play calling or why they get away from stuff. Um, I, one quick thing to add, uh, Bill Belichick press conference said Trent Brown uh, not starting the game was a coaching decision. Yeah, so I guess Zoe alluded to some sort of discipline um, on the pregame show, I mean uh, on the broadcast, hmm. um, but he did not mention on the pregame show when we were talking about the various – Machinations on the offensive line. This is line. the second time we've had a mysterious. By the way, no Minnesota's, um, you know, see, oh, they're high, they high, high, high powered offense is completely doing nothing <laughs> again. By the way, I know you guys all Perfect. think that the Vikings are the be all end all. Anyway, yeah, Hardy. Oh what, yeah, <laughs> what prompted uh, Zoe on the pregame show? I, don't know, I think he was cold. Oh, yeah, he came, nice in, he, he came in. He came in to chat, as, as Hardy would say, quarterback chin wag. Uh, for Zoe. What, did you, uh, th- what was the last game that Minnesota played? That, th- th- I mean, did the quarterback look good at all? Did they have any receivers that did anything? Did the quarterback look, look good, good at all? Uh, no. Justin Jefferson looked good. <laughs> that would be a hard no. <laughs> you don't think Kirk Cousins looked good in the last Vikings game? No. no. Yeah. He threw two of the most hellacious picks you'll ever see. Uh, One right to a guy in stride. Um, so Justin he Jefferson, he, he I good. didn't say he played mistake-free. He good. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's he, very good. He very good. What What was the other time this year? I'm blanking. Was it a preseason game? Trump Brown was mysteriously just like not in uniform. Carolina. Right. Correct. Oh, uh, yeah. But th- the weird part about this is oh. that whole thing that happened during the week with him maybe not getting yeah. the, the amount of snaps or maybe he was getting. <laughs> that to me is I mean, part of this <laughs> equation here. <laughs> it's just how bad is it that now you have to like lean on Isaiah Wynn who has been. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a, and he's it's a out. big problem. This O line. How much? Uh, how much has he run afoul of the team rules or the coach's goodwill? I mean, what do I? You know, I know, there's, I know, there's and it's degrees. and it's such a funny position. Like I think back and like you know when we're in college, like you know, like the coach is like sitting you, but then he has to put you in, so you kind of feel like ah, look who's playing. You know, like, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a strange position. You're trying to make a point, and then you're like, crap, we got to put him in now, and he has to play and. You know how invested is he in playing, and is he kind of frustrated that you and know he, he plays he's in well again? At the, end of the game, the coach hugs. I'm <laughs> proud of you. I know. You know. I'm glad we got yeah. through that together. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> glad we worked that out. You guys are funny. Uh, <laughs> she come up with these whole scenarios. <laughs> yeah. yeah, call entire conversation. So workshopping. It. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Shep in DC. What's going on, Shep? Hey, hey, guys. What's up? Hey, Shep. Um, so I understand that the offense is kind of a focal point of the discussion after this game, but uh, I had a quick question about the D-line. It seems like we can get through kind of the opposing offensive line pretty easily, uh, but after that it seems like we're kind of just letting the quarterback run amok, and that either results in um, you know them throwing the ball away or you know a completion, and I feel like a lot of those should be sacked instead. Um, so interested to hear what your guys' thoughts are on that and if, like, other teams kind of deal with that or, or do we just have a particularly slow but powerful uh, uh, defensive line? That's a, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, they've had some problems with mobile quarterbacks, I think, but, you know, well, overall yeah, the pressure's been good. And it's hard yeah, to just I think put the it pressure's been excellent. I mean, they sacks. had four more sacks today. Um, yeah, he scrambled a couple of times, but you, I, I don't know. I, yeah. They, they're, they're among the league leaders in sacks. I think they've got some different stuff this year. I mean, Mac Wilson is, is, you know, I think he was 
struggling a little bit at the beginning of the year, but I mean, I, they just have some new pieces to play with, and I guess that's why. Yeah, I, I can, expect a bunch of sacks next week too against Kirk Cousins. Doesn't have a lot of mobility. Oh, that's right. He stinks. He's just. I terrible. didn't say he stinks. I said he doesn't have a lot of mobility. Did you? You said he wasn't good last week. I don't think he played very well He's in that a Minnesota tough game. Sean, I mean, I'm sorry, in the Buffalo game. It's a tough critic. Sean in Austin. What's going on, Sean? You're going hey, to force me to do doing? it, Deuce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It just is killing me, the, the offense, dude. Uh, I'm old. I'm almost 50, and I remember uh, Bledsoe before Brady. And I, I have to say there's some correlation Ooh, with Brady. Uh, not Brady. Uh, what's it called? Hmm. Um, Bledsoe. 71.8 rating in that game last week. 71.8. That, is that, that good? Is no. that good? No. Well, are we using the ESPN rating? Or no, the I'm listening I'm to using, our. I'm I, using the passer I'm, rating. I'm trying not to be. I'm uh, trying not to be. Uh, uh, nervous uh, in the circus. At the four time. sacks, like, two interceptions. Like we never won anything with Bledsoe. He, yeah, why would you want to go to a Super Bowl? <laughs> I, I get it. Exactly <laughs> I will, I will. what I'm saying. Right. Yes. Bledsoe exactly. went to su- went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, and he won right. another right. AFC right. championship well, that got you to another Super Bowl. That's right. Well, I don't. I, uh, it had to work out for us. They won. It worked out very well. We get traded to Buffalo and we beat the crap out of them all the time. Oh, no. All I'm saying is I don't know what we need to do. Yes, with, the Patriots I, I are better than Buffalo. Yes, you are correct. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Don't make I fun know. of Drew Bledsoe. Well, I mean, like we're comparing this to Drew Bledsoe. Just poke the bear. I mean, I this, mean, this is what the offense you had when Drew Bledsoe was here on a consistent basis? It, yes. Every week oh. you couldn't move the ball and score? Oh. Is that what they had, Fred? 400 you were here? Yards. 400 yards, here's my, here's five touchdowns. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to reconcile it. A little bit better. Is it him or is it, or is it, is it uh, what's it called? Patricia. Patricia. Yeah, it's everything. <laughs> I love the way you just say, Patricia. Good. I love, I love you guys. I, I we love you too, Sean. So you, and it's the first time I ever I'm proud of you. Proud of you, Sean. Sean, listen to me. Sean, listen to me. Sean, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Not you too, Sean. Oh man, can we break, please? Oh no, no? there'll be no breaks for you. What do you mean? Oh, oh man, good grief. Mac. All right. Let's see if we got some emails here that so, we can. Uh, j- I'm not that we have to turn this into any like you know, Fred. You were talking about how like the Jets have to be so frustrated, and I totally agree. Some of the stuff coming out of their locker room. I mean, first yeah. like Zach Wilson was asked if he felt like he let the defense down. No, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> idiot. Um, and then Quincy Wilson, uh, uh, Qu- uh, not Quincy Wilson. What's his name? Um, Garrett Wilson. Oh yeah, um, I got the quote right here. Yeah, <laughs> like this. Bleep is not okay. Straight yeah. up, it's not okay. How many total yards do we have? 103. That sh is not gonna fly. We got we got the dudes. It's time to be consistent. It's time to win the games. Out in there, just searching uh, for answers. Yeah, and they 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 have to be sitting there kicking themselves. Um, they probably played better than the Patriots in the first game and lost. This game, the Patriots played better than them, and they still lost. Like. Yeah, and you lost it's in the last second on. T- on and a, on a and listen, return, the Jets like are playing a little bit with house money. They're not ready yet to be, but they were one play away from being seven and three and tied with everybody else atop the division, and they just couldn't make that play. They couldn't uh-huh. make a play. They yeah. they they had a t- terrible loss with Hall going out. Oh. Yeah, I Changed agree. I agree, over. Freddie. But still, you. I mean, I mean, you really a, should be able to get more than right. 100 yards. And it's yards the same thing we say about Mac. <laughs> it's you really, like Zach. You, really, you know, you really should be able to do a little bit more than that. <laughs> 
it's the same. I said it's the same thing we say about Matt. Like Zach Wilson, they had more punts than to, first downs. I mean, some of those throws too, where you short hopping them, firing them over guys' heads. How I mean, about the I one just, to Mims? Like there was like a third. It was like a third and seven. It was like kind of a slant, and he, he just, just threw yeah. threw it at his feet. Yeah. Like what do you do? What are we doing, Bob? Um, oh, Bob in New Mexico <laughs> says, check if you don't believe me. Mac Jones has only two-tenths of a second less in a safe pocket than the average NFL quarterback. Yeah, I don't think that the pressure – I mean, I know he got sacked six more times today. I agree. I don't think – I agree with what, what Mike was talking about. There were times where he looked comfortable in the pocket and well, just wasn't throwing the ball. Look yes. at the first play of the game. That one he didn't have a lot of time on. No, I, but I, I, will, <laughs> I will defend him on that one. No. It was your the, play call, Paul. The play yep. <laughs> That's why I'm taking the blame. No, but the play was designed to get right out of his hands. It was like a three-step drop. And you could drop. see him go, <laughs> like that quick, like, like it was, it's not there. It was like a three-step drop. Like yeah. Bob says something it, was wrong. But I think it's yet, easy to just say, well, they got sacked six times. They couldn't run the ball. The offensive line sucks. Yeah. I don't think it was that bad today. He had yeah. six opportunities opportunities today of more than four seconds w- one of them he had a lot of time to throw and just sailed one way high near the sideline to Aguilar. yeah but yeah. had no chance no yeah. mike greenberg said uh, had zach wilson played like an nfl quarterback in either game the jets would have swept the season series with the oh. patriots I, I mean that's that's accurate uh we're gonna hear from Matt. but if, if mac jones did they, they might have blown him out twice yeah uh, we're going to hear from Mac. We're going to hear from uh, Coach Belichick uh, coming up here on the Patriots postgame show. Uh, don't forget about NFL All Day. Your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out and find some Moments from all your favorite Patriots players on NFLAllDay.com. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. That looked like a Patriots play. Uh, They had about three of those today. They've had about three all year. <laughs> uh, all right. You know, like, seriously, when do I have to be the, the ray of sunshine? Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Let's take one phone call before we hear from the head coach here. We'll go to uh, Adam, who is in Dublin. 
Adam, thanks for joining us on the Patriots postgame show. Oh, by the way, Adam, before we get to you, just want to thank Cyber Reason, presenters of the Patriots postgame show. Great defenders don't just play in the field. Also, uh, protecting your company and data. Cyber Reason, a mission to end ransomware. Keep your business undefeated against cyber attacks. Learn more at cyberreason.com slash ransom. Adam, what's going on? Got it. Got to thank Cyber Reason. Got to do it. Exactly. Um, guys, just want to, just want to pre- preface this with um, it's written, reported that our head coach believes he can win with a top 15 quarterback. And last year, we had, give or take, a top 15 quarterback. And I know you guys talked during the week about the conditions of an experiment, the sample sizes, all these things. Right. Well, last year, what are, what are the changes? The quarterback is the same. But this year, we've got a different offensive system. We've got a different offensive coaching team. Uh, one of our productive receivers in Kendrick Bourne is being pulled out of the offense. And our O-line is absolutely useless. I'm not saying Mac Jones has the potential to be a top 10, top 5 NFL quarterback. But I, it is becoming increasingly impossible to judge him in these conditions as to where his ceiling really is. And I think he's completely been rattled by what's happened this season with the injury, the the events of the Chicago game. So I really feel like we're going to be stuck in limbo because you've got to give him at least one full season uh, with some continuity. Um, and I don't disagree with anything that's been said. I'm not a Mac apologist, but we've no idea really where his ceiling is. And I'm not saying his ceiling is extraordinarily high, but he has been given a raw deal this year so far, and, and he's not coping with it. Um, and if that's the case, how do we trust Bill and this coaching staff if in a year's time they decide he's not the guy to find another guy and not make the same mistakes? Well, I, I guess I would agree with you, Adam, in, in that the it's The last been, one is much more complicated, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's been a rough year for Mac. When you factor in the injury, you factor in the new offensive coordinator, you factor in the, the, you know, the change in the offense, and also... I don't think he's handled it all that well. Well, see, that to me is yeah. where it, it, it falls because, like, what do you think of Brandon Staley? Probably not much, right? I, I don't what do you think of Zach Taylor? I don't spend Probably a lot not of time much. thinking about it. Yeah. No, but, I mean, these are, like, coaches <laughs> that are just, like, they're, they're out there, you know, in charge of these young quarterbacks who are finding ways to, you know. Like, I'm not putting Andy Reid in that because I think Andy Reid's a good coach. I think he has proven with and without Patrick Mahomes that he's going to be productive. I mean, he, he brought the Donovan McNabb, who I think was kind of average at best, to four straight conference title games. But, I, I mean, how is Joe Burrow having success with the, the support that he has around him? Like, yeah. so at some point, you gotta you got to figure out a little bit more. Now, I'm not giving up. This, this is – the injury was huge. I think the injury in week three against Baltimore, like, that kind of derailed his season a little bit. I'm going to give him some time to – to sort of see if he can figure this out, but yeah, I don't like the way that the offense is structured. I don't. I I think that the caller just m- he mentioned a raw deal. I agree. Yeah. I think he got a raw deal in the off season. Get over it. Yeah. No, Get over it. I agree. With and those produce. Points. Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. Keith. By the way, Keith sent an email. Said Paul Perillo. I'm done with Mac the Hack. Wow. He says I don't care how crazy this sounds. I'd rather lose with Bailey Zappi than win with Mac Jones. Hmm. It's time to go back to the draft, find another quarterback, or sell out for Aaron Rodgers while we develop <laughs> someone other uh, than Mac that can't hack at Jones. On, on the blog, they're Pittsburgh. calling him Sack Jones. Sack Jones. Oh. Oh. It's mean. Well, yeah. Mean on that Very blog. mean. We do mean. like rhymes. So we got a tweet about the offsetting penalties on the on – the, um, 
on the change of possession play, and they yeah. said the receiving team can opt to decline the penalty, um, and then they would have to have the penalty incurred against them if they did that. I don't know oh. why you would do that. Right. Like, so, right. so I can decline the penalty and then just move back 10 yards? Why would you want to do that? I don't know. I, d- I have no idea. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's hear from the uh, head coach here after the 10-3 Patriots win over the Gile- uh, Jets at Gillette Stadium today. Here is Bill Belichick. All right, well, uh, great, um, great team win for us today. Um, you know, the Jets are are tough, like they always are. We knew it was gonna expected this kind of a game, and um, you know they're the best fourth quarter team in football, so. You know, we knew it was going to be a battle there all the way to the end. But, um, you know, great, great ending there with the, um, you know, the punt return. Um, you know, we, we came close on a, on a couple of punt rushes, um, blocked a punt last week. So, you know, a combination of rushing and returning is a good, you know, good, good weapon to have. Um, you know, obviously a big day for us defensively. You know, 100 yards total offense. It's a great job by the. By the staff, the players, um, you know, all the units have played, running game, passing game, pass rush, coverage, third down. You know, we played played well on defense, um, as did the Jets. And, and um, you know, we moved the ball. You know, we had 300 yards offense, but only three points. Um, so did a poor job of finishing our drives, getting the ball um, in good field position in the scoring range or uh, getting the ball in the right area into the end zone. So. Um, and I've got to find a way to do that better, but it's good to do it from a, from a win. And, um, you know, quick turnaround here, get ready for Minnesota and, and um, you know, get ready to go up there and, and go on Thursday night. Bill, can you teach a player to become a good punt returner, or do they have to have a certain instinct? And is Marcus Jones possibly one of those players with that kind of an instinct? Uh, yeah, Marcus is really quick, and uh, I think Troy Troy Brown's done a great job with him. Um, you know where Marcus was when he got here, and where he is now are, are you know, they're an ocean apart. And um, you know Troy's really done a good job with the ball handling, ball catching, making the first guy miss, ball security, um, setting up blocks. Um, you know, having vision on the ball, the gunner playing the wind, so forth. So um, you know Marcus. We didn't feel like he was quite ready at the beginning of the year. We went with Miles, and uh, then as Marcus got better and gained more uh, experience and confidence, and and then performed well, uh, then you know he's handled all the return game for you know a number of weeks now. So um, yeah, certainly there's some innate skill that goes with that. There's certainly a developmental aspect. Um, you know, we saw uh, Edelman, who never returned punts. Uh, you know, lead the league in punt returns and be a, be a great punt returner here. Um, compared to a guy like Troy Brown, who came in as a as a very good returner and continued to be, you know, as good as anybody we've ever had. So, um, but yeah, Troy's done a tremendous job with Marcus. Marcus has worked hard and, and he's really improved. And, and um, you know, he's had a number of big returns for us. But obviously today, going to the house uh, might have been the first one in the league this year. I don't know, but yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously a, a huge play in the game and and um, you know, great execution by the punt return team to. You know, get Marcus started, and then you know, handle Hardy, who's you know, good coverage player. Hardy, Eccles, um, and um, Davis, and those three guys make a lot of tackles for the Jets. So uh, you know, if you can get them blocked, get it started, uh, then you you know, at least have a chance. And, uh, and then he did the rest. So um, well, he didn't. I mean, there was some other good blocks in there too, but you know, it was good. But our, our combination of rushes and returns, you know, we try to 
you know, keep the pressure on their punt team. And, and uh, I paid off for us today. Bill, uh, Mac completed, I think, 85% of his passes or so. and But obviously, like you mentioned, the offense struggled with points. So uh, how do you kind of evaluate his performance between those two and obviously many other yeah, factors? Well, yeah, we'll take a look at the film here and see. But we, you know, we moved the ball. We had, we had not, some good plays, but not enough and not enough consistency. And, and we weren't able to get the ball in the end zone or get the ball close enough, often enough, for what our opportunities were. Um, had too many negative plays, holding penalties, sacks, and and that was a combination of things. Um, so we just we got to do a better job. Hi, Bill. I know uh, it's probably not the best time for story time, but just a game like that we don't see too often with no offensive touchdowns where a special teams <laughs> touchdown breaks it at the end. Can you recall a game in your experience where it, it ended like that in the final minute where offense wasn't happening? Uh, nope, not off the top of my head. My memory's not that good, so they're probably <laughs> we could probably find one, but um, yeah. You know, Connor. Bill, you mentioned that Marcus got off to a bit of a slow start. Uh, what did you see in him at Houston and in the pre-draft process that compelled you to draft him? He was a good player at Houston. What specific qualities uh, did you see? He's fast. He's quick. I mean, he returned uh, punts and kickoffs down there. He also played some offense. You know, he's a converter receiver. So he's an explosive playmaker that, that ended up moving to defense, played inside, played outside, uh, and returned kicks. So he did all those in college. He's a good player. Hey, Bill. Uh, prior to the punt return for the touchdown, Kyle Duggar came up with a big play there on uh, third down. Uh, his game was pretty good today. Yeah. Um, again, I thought we played good team defense. We'll have to look at the film and you know see exactly how each guy did and all that. But uh, yeah, Kyle had a number of uh, uh, good plays that I noticed. You know, tackles, coverage plays. Uh, but there are also some plays where he was able to um, do his job and help out on somebody else at the same time, and um, you know just be a just be a physical presence and a, and a factor in there. You know, also gave us some plays in the kicking game. So it's good to have Kyle back. You know, we didn't have him in the first game against the Jets, but it's always good to have, uh, you know, any of your good players back there. And, and so having Kyle back was, you know, it was great. Bill, you guys got into the stadium uh, for the last <coughs> practice of, of the week that, that we had a chance to attend as media, I think, on Friday. And I know the conditions today were not exactly the same, but how helpful was that to be in the stadium, particularly when you, when you look at somebody like Marcus who's got to handle the ball uh, in, in conditions like he did today? Right. Yeah, well, it was uh, it was the Marcus play. It was uh, Janu on the uh, squib kick. It was um, just in general, the balls went to their, their boundary uh, or their sideline, the Jets' sideline. And that's the way we practiced on um, Friday. Uh, the wind was stronger today than it was on Friday, but we had the general idea on Friday about the way the ball was going to go and, you know, how we would call certain returns based on whatever the situation was, uh, the distance, the field position. Uh, and the win and so forth. So it, it kind of did play out. Uh, it's, not also, no, it's not always like that. Sometimes the conditions change from Friday to Sunday and the wind changes direction or velocity or whatever, which it, it did. The velocity changed today. And I'd say the tough thing today was just the gusting. You know, when, when Nick went out there for his field goal, it was, pretty, it was pretty still. And then when he kicked it, it was really gusting up and you know, hit the uh, crossbar and, you know, didn't make it. But, you know, that ball probably – you know, was affected by, I don't know, five, six, eight yards, I don't know, whatever it was, you know, just in that. So it was, 
Uh, you know, good kick, really close, but you know, just just a little bit, a little bit of a difference there, and kicking into that open end. You know, that was that's definitely a factor. But yeah, no, it was good to get in there, good to get the specialist to kick, and good to get the returners, not just the returners, but the guys blocking to you know anticipate the direction of the ball and and you know how the return was going to be set up um, based on where the wind was going to carry it. Uh, Bill, over here. Uh, Trent had started every game for you guys this year at left tackle and wasn't on the injury report this week. What went into the decision to sit him until Isaiah got hurt? Uh, yeah, it was the coaching decision. Hi, Bill. Question about your punting unit. This time you have a new punter, and with this kind of a weather condition, uh, is there any particular adjustment you have to make, uh, especially you know shifting from Jake to Mike from a righty to lefty? Yeah, well, sure. Anytime you change a position like that, there's there are some adjustments um, in the punting game, uh, righty to lefty, and uh, you know just overall timing. Certainly for a snapper like Joe, where you try to put the ball in the right hip for a right punter and left hip for a left foot punter, it's a little bit of a, an adjustment there. But then uh, you know also you know Michael did the holding on the field goals, you know for Jake and. And then Nick did the kickoffs for Jake, so um, there were multiple uh, adjustments with Jake uh, not available today uh, that both Nick and um, Michael had to make, and in addition, you know, Joe uh, Cardona. So, uh, you know, the rest of it's everybody else kind of is, you know, they're blocking assignments and coverage responsibilities and all that are like all pretty much the same, but. Certainly, the direction of the kick, the hang time of the kick, and and you know the way the balls kick, Nick's kickoffs versus Jake's kickoffs. There, there are definitely some differences there that we, um, you know, had to adjust to. But that's, you know, that's what you have to do. You know, you always want to play into the strength of your specialists, and so that's, you know, we try to play into that. Last question, Terrence Holman. Bill, do you, do you feel like your offense and Mac are close to a breakthrough of kind of cleaning up some of those mistakes or getting the points that you want, or are you a little concerned that even from this point on, it's just going to be a slog and a fight for this offense? Yeah. Well, again, we moved the ball. We just didn't have enough points, so we got to do a better job of, of scoring more points when we get down there, and, and when we get close to scoring points, you know, 30, 35-yard line, all the way to, you know, get the ball closer to get some points on the board, so... It wasn't like we couldn't move the ball. You know, we had you know several good opportunities, but we just you know penalties, negative plays, dropped the ball, missed opportunities. You know, we just have to do a better job there. And, and again, give the Jets credit, uh, Coach um, you know Salah and, and his staff and their players. They have you know they have a really good defense. I mean, we all know that. So, but we're going to see good defenses you know for the rest of the year as well. So, you know, we've just got to coach and play better. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. All right. There's your uh, head coach there after today's 10-3 win over the Jets. Do you feel like they moved the ball today? I mean, I know statistically, you know, Mac completed most of his pass attempts today and threw for 246 yards, and there was some offense. But, I mean, just watching the game, did the Patriots move the ball effectively today? Well, they moved the ball at times. They did. I didn't. Sorry. Uh, I would say that they probably should have had, you know, nine points, you know, maybe maybe 16, but they didn't move the ball. They had 297 yards of offense. 
for an entire game. I know. They, they, that's not moving uh, the ball. They got down to the seven and they got zero. Right. That's why I said, you know, at, at a field goal, you know, yeah. somewhere. But to say that they moved the ball. I, 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 I like, don't think I, Bill believes how that. How many either. yards of I don't offense think he, did they have? 297. That's and a pathetically low number in know. an NFL game. Now, it's pales in comparison to the 100 had, that the Jets put right. up. But, but, I mean, in comparison, last week, two, oh three, or two weeks ago, Jet, uh, against the Colts, 203, 288 last time against the Jets, 260 versus the Bears. I think it's, is it five yeah. in a row or four in a row under 300 yards? Four in a row. They like had 399 four, against the Bears. 400 is what you're looking for. Yeah. They've been under 300 four games in a row. Yeah, they've only broken 300 yards four times this year. That's uh, really bad. Yeah, the other 271 against the Dolphins, and yeah, just uh, to somehow ju- to somehow for Bill to you know to kind of chalk it up to, well, you know we dropped a couple and couple of negative plays, and you know credit to the Jets too. I that I don't think he believes it, but. It, it, I shudder to think if he actually believes it. Like, oh, no, I mean, we're they, real they, close they, they because punt, we're moving the ball. They punted seven times. Uh, well, what happened to them happens to bad offenses. Well, yeah, but uh, there are times when, you know, you just find a way to move and you go for it on fourth down. You don't, you don't make it. Or, you know, you get maybe uh inside the five you get a penalty and get put that's not what happened in this game like they didn't they weren't on the verge of scoring touchdowns like constantly in this game the way he's now i get it he's trying to he's trying to prop up his young quarterback and i understand it but it's not really the way the game unfolded all right Uh, would you agree yeah i would agree a quick break here uh we'll be back to wrap up the patriots postgame show uh brought to you by the massachusetts office of travel and tourism great memories made in mass no matter how you choose to make them indoors outdoors scenic views city vibes solo or family style whatever moves you whatever the season plan your perfect massachusetts getaway at visitma.com Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I'm a Matt guy in terms of Paul's little bowl. What? <laughs> <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. 
Thank you, NFL All Day. All your favorite uh, Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace with thousands of NFL fans, you can use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out. Find some moments uh, from all your favorite Pats players at NFLAllDay.com. Back to the phones. Alex is in California. Alex, thanks for joining us. What do you got? Alex! Going once. Oh, you only get twice. Good job, Hardy. No, I see that wasn't me. <laughs> that was that was Marie Matt and they're having some fun. You've had a good fun. show. You haven't dropped anybody. Making yet. sport of me. I haven't. Yeah. It is the last call. I'm not going to drop you either. Lewis in Orlando. What do you got, Lewis? Fellas, I just want to end this show on this note, really. Um, I, I don't know what's wrong with all Patriot fans, but New England 6-4. and four. Six and four, and all we do is complain, That's complain right. about the offense, about the defense, and all this shenanigans. But look at the Rams. Look at the Cardinals. Go ask Daniels over in Raiders. What do, you, what do you care about the Cardinals the for? What do you care about the Rams for? Don't you care about your team? Like, like six, six and four, good? Could you imagine being the Rams, sitting there, sitting there winning the Super Bowl ten months ago like a bunch of idiots? Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's complaining about the defense right now. Um, no, not but, us. I mean, the defense is winning you games. I don't know. I haven't really heard much criticism of the defense, personally. The I offense, you, you can't win by I scoring like three points. New England fans are constantly just complaining, complaining about the, 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 the offense. Because they're not very good. Yeah. And also, did you <laughs> just get here? I mean, <laughs> they, won, they won six Super Bowls. People around here understand what it looks like when you have a team that's capable of, of winning big. This isn't a team that looks like that offensively, so people are concerned about I it. I hear that. I, I, I mean, I, I, I think that, I think that's that's all it is. I think people are concerned about the offense. Yes, I hear you on that. But we've also had offenses, uh, uh, teams that were their offenses weren't as good as their defense, and the defense carries uh, uh, through yeah, the season. Yeah, but that's not going to happen now. I, I don't know. I stay positive. I think that the team is, you know, absolutely we have some work to do on the offensive line, et cetera, et cetera. But, hey, man, 6-4, and four, making our way up there. we got a tough schedule ahead, but go Pats. Yeah. I'm with you, Lewis. I think that's, that, that's how you end a post-game show because I said I wasn't going to qualify I think that if, to win today, and I'm not going to. they got the win. I think absolutely. that if the, they things, won. if the things that Mac were responsible for were looking okay, people wouldn't be as freaked out. You know, because you can fix the other things, but when your quarterback is having trouble, now you're stuck. You know, so everybody was hoping for that second year progress, and we haven't seen it. That's that's the big thing, right? Yeah. And and not all of it is his fault. I think we all, you know, well, can, like we can easily point said, certain it's things. tough to judge him in this situation. It really is. Yeah. But there are things that he does that are his responsibility that aren't looking good as well. Yep. Absolutely. Know? And by the way, I I said this going back to last year before we knew that it was going to be Matt Patricia in some dual role as offensive line coach and de facto offensive coordinator. I went back to going back to the last offseason when I was saying, "Hey, don't automatically chalk up Mac being better next year. That's not that's not an automatic thing for a second year quarterback. He can either remain stagnant, sometimes they take a step back in the second year." And I think you're seeing a combination of some, you know, some some 
you know, bad bad cards being dealt to him and him not playing very well. It's it's a one-two punch that, you know, yeah. results in th- th- what you saw today. Yeah, and then you can have both. And I think that's what you know, we spend a lot of our time trying to divide up the blame pie, but th- you do. And I think you just, if you want to invest in a quarterback long-term, you want to believe that, look, he doesn't have to be, everybody's not going to be Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, but you want to hope that you have a guy that can overcome some adversity. And I think what we've seen out of Mac over the last, calendar year call it is a guy that, that can't really you know lead a team through the adversity if it's bad he's he's not really able to rise above that yet so we'll see it's uh it, it's it's been a disappointing and, and tough year for him uh that is going to do it for this patriots post game show i want to thank everybody uh responsible for this fine fine program uh and everyone who called and he emailed in we didn't get to most of the emails today we got to <laughs> a lot of them though and all the phone calls so you know we do what we can um we're gonna see you again very very shortly just a few days from now like when we will meet four days from right now yeah meet back here what well, from right now right now we're doing a six o'clock pregame on thanksgiving 6 p.m pregame show is that 96 hours 96 hours as the patriots uh face off against the Vikings, who I, I guess I shouldn't be concerned about. They're getting shut out. <laughs> They're getting only a field goal right now, so we'll see. Shows, I didn't say you shouldn't be I concerned know. about it. I just said that Kirk Cousins didn't play very well last week. And That's the only thing that uh, I said. And it looks like multiple uh, facets of the Vikings are not playing very well right now against the Cowboys. So some, might call them a house, season. some might call them a house of cards. <laughs> some yeah. might call them a fraud. They <laughs> should have lost to your Detroit Lions. They should have <laughs> lost to the Chicago Bears, but they didn't. How did what the, are you going to do? How did the Lions do today? They, Lions did, they won. did winning. Oh, that's right. If, if your won. coach didn't go for a fourth down from like his own 30, they would have beaten the, the Vikings too. Who picked the Lions out of the three of us today? Tonight? You did, Rob. Oh, thank you very much. Good job, Rob. Uh, final score for the final time. Jets three, <laughs> Patriots ten. That's for you, Paul. Woof. Thank you for listening and watching. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.